Welcome to The Read Along. A mini book club for your ears. I'm your host, Scott. I'm your other host, Anita. And join us on a journey through a good book, one one chapter chapter at at a time. time. Do you like talking about movies? Do you like talking about mediocre movies? Do you like talking about how you could have fixed mediocre movies? Well, I certainly do, and you can listen to me, Scott C. Bourgeois, along with my co-hosts Greg Beaver and Liam Kreswick, as we give our notes, and I have some notes. You can follow it now on your podcatcher of choice, or support it by visiting patreon.com slash I have some notes. So I'm very proud of the fact that we don't generally miss episodes. No. Normally speaking, when we know that there's going to be a delay coming up, we make sure to have something in the bank that's scheduled to go up. But for the first time since we started the podcast, something unexpected came up. Yes. And we were incapable (laughs) of planning for it in advance, and we just weren't able to record last week. So um, there was an unusual blip in that we did not have an episode prior (laughs) Uh, to this one. Scott had some unexpected illness that obviously could not have been accounted for. No, and it left me unable to get up to come to... (laughs) I was literally bedridden for most of a week. So yeah, uh, yeah, we we ended up having to miss an episode. And uh, I feel bad about that because we had a pretty good streak going of 300 plus episodes. Yeah, but... For several days, you were unable to sit up without vomiting. It's so true. I think we can be forgiven for having to skip a week for your health. Yeah. For the record, I am I am not 100% still, but I am well enough that I can record an episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, we're back at it this week. Uh, we do apologize for the slight delay. But uh, yeah, we're almost done this book too. So that's something to consider moving forward as well. We're going to have to go out and find a new book. Yeah, we're going to have to find time to go shopping. Yeah, and uh, I suppose if you've just joined us for the first time for The Winds or Not, you might not know kind of how this shakes out. So now is the perfect time to do a little recap of how we end a book. So obviously we go through the book chapter by chapter right up until the end. Right. And then after the final chapter, the epilogue, whatever it is, we go full book club. We have one episode, which is usually typically a little longer than average, where we actually go back and do like a final analysis of the book. Yes, we get all snooty and we talk about the book as a whole yeah. instead of our, our little micro breakdowns, right? Yeah. And then we announce the next book and we basically go right into it the following week. Yeah. Now, traditionally, I've gone on social media and kind of asked for what genre we should do next. I may or may not have the time to do that this time. But we will, obviously, we stick with genre fiction. That's kind of our sweet spot. Typically the same kind of format of book, roughly the same chapter count. So you, know, you can expect something similar to what we were reading with The Winds or Not. Might not be a detective story. Might be a detective story. Who knows? Who knows? We'll, we change we'll it see. up. Yeah. We've done sci-fi. We've done fantasy. Mm-hmm. We like a good mystery. We do. So uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have something good though. Typically with uh, a new author, we don't generally do sequels or like... We'll do like the first book of a series, but then if you want to continue on your own, that's up to you. Because we, we like to kind of feature different authors and different voices. Yeah. We don't want to just constantly be going to the same well. 
Yeah, we like to change it up. Yeah, and I mean, there have been authors where we've been like, wow, I, I want to read the sequel to that book, like uh, Arkady Martin, oh, Marlon yeah. James, but we we want to feature other voices, too. We don't want to always, as I said, want to be going back to the same people over it's and true. over. Uh, so yeah, that's something to look forward to as we move forward. But right now, we are still reading The Winds or Not. And we will continue to do that for the next few chapters. In fact, this is the penultimate chapter. I it believe. is. So let's do a brief recap of our previous chapter, which would have been chapter 30, in which the mystery gets solved at long last by the people who officially are supposed to be solving the mystery, <laughs> even though the queen had solved it chapters ago. Indeed. And uh, we kind of get a nice little bow on, on what was going on with the mystery, but not necessarily a nice little bow on what's going on with the story. Perhaps we'll get a little more of that as we move into chapter 31 of The Winds Are Not by S.J. Bennett. So this chapter is like a pseudo epilogue. Kind of. Kind of. We we open with uh, the queen spending some time in her private chapel. Yeah, we, we return there. It's her contemplative place. And she has need for contemplation now that the mystery has come to its conclusion. And she's visited by Prince Philip, who's like, ah, so they caught the people involved, eh? <laughs> and she's like, so it would seem. Now, he says something here that intrigued me because he's like, oh, I feel like the feds were having some help solving this case. And the queen's like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I assume that it was so-and-so down somewhere feeding them some hints here and there. I think he's being coy. I still read that Prince Philip knows that she is doing her own little detective. Oh, 100% he yeah. knows. That and is absolutely my headcanon. And he's being coy in this moment where he's just like, I think they had some help, wink. And she's like, oh, really? And he just like teases her a little bit. Yeah. Playing into allowing her to believe that he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> just in case someone is listening. Like, no, it's... I think I think because... He he recognizes on one level that she doesn't want him to know, but he knows. So he's kind of teasing her here. I think Philip's just trying to cheer her up. That too. Because yeah. she's a little bit in, on the melancholy side. Well, three people are dead. Yeah. Two of them completely innocent. Indeed. And that's a tragedy. And it happened in her house, her favorite house. I know. So, I mean, I get it. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying she's not justified in her melancholy. Just pointing out that she is. Yeah. She's satisfied the mystery is solved. She's just sad with the way it shook out. Yeah. Too many people died yes. in this mystery for her. She's not the only one who's kind of sad with the way that this shook out either. Because we then follow up with Rosie. Yes. Who's talking with Eileen. Yes. They're having a little catch up after Rosie's first <laughs> Watsoning. Yes. <laughs> first mystery. And she's also a little put out because she's like, did it have to be Gavin Humphreys? Did he have to be the one who gets to claim the glory on this? <laughs> the bumbling fool Humphreys. Who, like, made some innocent people's lives very miserable yes. in his witch hunt through the household. Oh, because it 100% was. Now he gets to pat himself on the back and be the guy who, who gets to have solved the mystery. And Eileen is kind of like, yeah, but... It might suck that he was the guy, but was he the right guy? And Rosie kind of has to concede, yeah, because it was an MI5 investigation. Yeah. It was a high-profile MI5 investigation. If someone else had cracked the case, it would have been suspicious. Yep. It kind of had to be him as much as it sucks. Yep. I know. She wishes he could get some comeuppance, but unfortunately, it's kind of the way it shakes out. I would like to think that Humphreys will get his comeuppance 
somewhere else. We'll have to see. Right? Because you don't get to be head of MI5 without being somewhat competent. Which we've discussed before. Yes, we have. So part of me thinks that if he is like genuinely incompetent at his job, he'll screw something else up and be removed. One would presume. Yeah. One would presume. And if not, maybe he will actually prove to be competent in other matters and it'll be fine. Maybe. Right? He's not a bad guy. He was just... The bad guy. No, not even. He's just, just a little... He seemed a little on the, like, bumbling side. He was very blinkered in his investigation. Yes. yes that's all. He's not, like, evil. No. He just got tunnel vision. At the very least... Rosie can uh, be satisfied with the fact that someone definitely got their comeuppance, and that was the hitman. Oh, she oh. she messed him up bad. Oh, she really did. And uh, she is kind of pleased with herself that at least that guy got what was coming to him, and and rightly so. He was out there hurting people. It's true. He, and he tried he to kill her. He literally killed two people and yes, was attempting exactly. to to do a third. She also gets asked by Eileen if she got the box. Yes. Apparently, after the first time you Watson for Her Majesty, there's a traditional gift that you get. Indeed. And indeed, Rosie received it. Yeah, it's uh, like a little ornate box, basically. Like a um, like a keepsake holder? Yeah. Kind of something, something? A, a little thank you present. Yeah, right? Yeah. And because it comes from Her Majesty, it is clearly like beautifully crafted. It has the royal cipher on it. Yeah. Right? Very fancy. And uh, Rosie put shea butter in it. <laughs> well, yeah. Because <laughs> she it so keeps much. it at her bedside. It just That pleases me. Uh, Eileen has one. The implication is that all of her former assistant personal secretaries who've helped with this kind of stuff have received one as a thank you gift. Rosie received it as well with... with uh, a reimbursement Reimbursement check. for her <laughs> expenses paid out during the course of the investigation as well. Specifically for the gift baskets. Yes. Because she did pay for those out of pocket, which was thoughtful. Yes. She hadn't okay. even thought twice about it. She was no. just like, eh, whatever. But the queen did make sure to pay her back. Which is very sweet. Yes. <laughs> and so she and Eileen just have this lovely catch up. And Eileen makes Rosie feel better about things. Yeah. Because Rosie's a little off put by the fact that the queen solved this mystery and gets zero credit for it. Just the personal satisfaction that she did. it. Yes. Which... On the one hand, I agree with Rosie. Like, that's not enough. She is very smart and should be credited for solving this mystery, right? And on the other hand, I also agree with Eileen because she is the queen. Yeah. It, <laughs> right? Like, it's not her place to be a detective. No. And if, the, and if word got out that she did this, like, there would be an upheaval. Yeah, it would cause problems. Right? It a would, lot it of problems. It would be very complicated. So best that it be kept in the shadows. I like to think that McLaughlin probably got something too. Oh, I hope so. But I don't know that he ever got a silver case. He might not. Well, I don't know if that's what he would have wanted either. Quite possibly. Like, I imagine her sending him, like, fine cigars or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Because there is one chapter left. Yes. Um, we're going to cap this one off a little light here because I'm still not 100% <laughs> and I can only go for so long. So I think we'll wrap up there. We'll see if maybe we find out the last little bits as we move into the ultimate chapter, the final chapter yes. of The Wins or Not, that's chapter 32. You'll want to read up on that in time for next week. In the meantime, of course, as always, you can uh, give us a little rating and review. That oh, helps us out. We appreciate those so much. 
Yeah, something uh, I haven't mentioned here, but should mention, I think, at this point. We have over 300 episodes. Not all of them are currently available through Podbean. I tried to transfer them all over. Something didn't work. <laughs> it's basically long story short. Technology. A lot of them are there, but not all of them. However, every episode of The Read Along is available through the Internet Archive. Just look us up. You'll find every episode from episode one. If you want to go back and listen to our back catalog, uh, maybe binge or catch up on some of our earlier novels because you're just listening to us for the first time, there's some great stuff there. Definitely go check it out. Again, all available right now on the Internet Archive for free. Just go and download it, listen to it right there on the site, whatever you want. It's fine. Yes. You can also, of course, reach out to us via social media. Yes. We are still on X. We are now also on Blue Sky. Yep. Instagram, Facebook, and Goodreads. We are at The Read Along on most of those. Yeah, just look for The Read Along. You'll find us. Yeah. We're not that hard to find. Yeah. You can also send us an email. Yes. We are The Read Along at gmail.com. And with that said, as always, we love you very much, and we'll see you next time. For epilogue, I hope. Thank you for joining us on The Read Along with your hosts, Anita and Scott Bourgeois. All read-along music is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Cover art is by Aaron Beaver. Be sure to join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Read Along, and check out our group on Goodreads.com. Thank you.